You're listening to Fucks Given, the one with Rachel Elizabeth. Hello, curious fuckers. I'm Reed. And I'm Florence. And together we're Come Curious. When we're not just fucking around on YouTube and Instagram. Every Thursday, we invite a new guest onto Fucks Given to talk about their best fucks, worst fucks, and the fucks that made them. We also answer your sex questions and read out your sex stories. So stay tuned as we divulge all the delicious details. How are you, Rachel? Sorry, oh my gosh. I, if I don't, I, there, there are multiple people, so if I don't hear my name, I'm just like, we can have, wait to be, you know, wait to speak until spoken to. Um, oh no, I'm we, like, we go in, we go in quick. Okay. Yeah. Wait, it's like, literally, you are the star of the podcast. Okay. Yeah, I, um, yeah I'm good. I'm, I'm hanging out. I, uh, I don't know. This week was a little bit, I've, I've been, um, I have hypochondria and so, you know, yeah. And this week I was, I was struggling. So I was just like spamming the Ask Dr. Reddit pages and not getting any of my work done. So, I mean, it was, it was rough, but I think things are starting to level out a little bit. That must be so tough during a pandemic. Mm -hmm. For those who don't know, please explain what hypochondria is. So hypochondria, I always say, yeah, so hypochondria, it's like basically you have medical anxiety, but it's, it's different from being a health nut, you know, like I don't meal prep, like I don't know how to use a stove, but I know everything there is to know about like rare medical illnesses that I like diagnose myself (laughs) with. And it's, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's annoying in a variety of ways. I think mostly it annoys my friends. Like my one friend went to nursing school and she definitely regrets it now because I'm texting <laughs> oh my gosh, her, yeah. you know, like every, every 10 minutes with a new ailment. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. And th- the way that, so the way that mine works is that the better things are, or the more like projects I have going on or the more exciting things I feel I have kind of happening in my life, the, the worse that it gets, because I feel like the stakes are higher. Like I have more to lose. Mm -hmm. And so this isn't a way for me to be like humble bragging right now. Like I just have so much going on. So I'm losing my mind. No, but we're all losing our minds right now. Own it. Own your humble bragging. Be like, fuck yeah, I've got good shit going on, but I'm also suffering at the same time. (laughs) Right. Right. It's like, yeah, exactly. It's like, Mm -hmm. I'm, a lot of stuff in the works, but I have my funeral tomorrow. Um, <laughs> that's, that, yeah. So, I mean, that's just been kind of the bane of my existence recently. But um, I'm hoping for either like an interpersonal disaster to happen so it can mm-hmm. ease back up again. And I, you know, am not so anxious or just kind of letting it rock and seeing, you know, it, yeah. it, it, it ebbs and flows regardless. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let it, so let it flow. We, yeah, we stumbled across you on Twitter recently. Your um, username, feminist, feminist Thought, made, oh, me, yes. made me laugh. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, Rachel, could you tell us a little bit more about you and like what you do? Yeah, so I, uh, I guess, um, let's see, I, I've been doing stand-up, stand-up comedy for about, th- I guess, technically three years now. I don't really know if you can count 2020 as <laughs> stand-up. I mean, I was in my room tweeting about, you know, getting finger banged. But if that's, <laughs> if that counts as stand up, then we'll, we'll add another year. But, but no, I was, I was doing stand up for a couple years. Um, at first I started out in Florida when I was in grad school and then I was doing it in New York city, um, while I was wow, working yeah. there. And then of course COVID, you know, 
uh, fucked us oh, all. God. And so, yeah. And so I just, um, I don't know. I just like started tweeting, I guess, my stand up jokes. Um, I think my, yeah. my comedy friends and I, we all were just like, where are we going to tell jokes? And so we all just kind of <laughs> like went to Twitter and, and screamed into the void and saw, you know, tried to see what stuck. And, um, yeah, I think that just through t- doing Twitter a lot, I was like, okay, let's try long form writing. And so I started blogging for a while. And then I launched my newsletter on Substack, which is, I guess, my technically primary source of income now. I launched that in August. And then through that, I've actually gotten some freelance writing opportunities. So Yay. yeah, so right now I'm just honestly more of a writer than I, th- th- there's more of a writing vibe going on than like a comedy vibe, um, which yeah. You know, I, I definitely think I'm more passionate about comedy, but that's just been kind of how it is now with the pandemic. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so frustrating. Like all these entertainment and arts and culture industries have just been really like taken down during the last year, which is really sad. And I think it's really important that we continue doing like things like this because it's a way of, you know, you can be funny on here. We don't we don't mind. You can make this into your stand-up and we'll just be the audience. Yeah, yeah, no, I, well, so that's the thing. That's like one of the reasons I was excited when you guys sent me, you know, just what the pod was about and everything. And I was like, oh, I get to tell sex stories. Like that's the closest to stand-up that I've done in a while. So yeah, it's so exciting for me to be able to do that. Um, I I feel like comedy and talking about sex very much go hand in hand as well. Yeah, because sex is funny. And it should be funny. And it's it's like, I mean, I'm, I've got literal toilet humour, sex toilet humour, like from American Pie, where they're laughing about like fucking a pie and a dildo. And like that just stuck in my brain. And now I just don't find intelligent things funny. It's just absolute like shit jokes and vagina jokes. Like that's it. Yeah. I, the, I so, so I appreciate, I, I appreciate that perspective though, because I think that, especially as like, you know, a woman in comedy or whatever, there is this kind of, um, I just got a random email from Lowe's Home Improvement. I don't know why that's interrupting the, <laughs> the audio of this. I'm like, I'm like, all of a sudden now they think I know how to use a hammer. Like, I don't know what's going on, why I'm getting that. But um, probably want me to go there for bondage gear, honestly, which I, I yes. would. But, <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah, I can get on Need board with that. Yeah. Take and rope, please. <laughs> yeah. Cable ties. Oh, God. Oh yeah, zip zip ties. That's the thing. It's like mm. I don't want to spend forty dollars at a sex shop. Like, take me to Home Depot. Take me to Lowe's. Like, let's get some rope and some duct tape. You know, like acoustic, <laughs> like DIY, like Etsy vibes. Like that's that's the scene that I want to. Yeah, like rustic. <laughs> was it cottage? Cottage chic. What are they? What are they? Cottage core. Cottage core. Yeah, yeah. Cottage core bondage. Um, that's amazing. There, that's a niche market. Oh I'm my god, I, I'm I'm living for cottagecore right now. It's just yeah. ridiculous. Um, that's, but actually, like home home DIY bondage gear fucking hurts. There's a reason why we spend a fortune on like leather products, Velcro chains and shit. It's they hurt. <laughs> like cable, I used to love cable tie sex, but they cut into your wrists. I would be oh, very yeah. careful with that, and I'm allergic to um, tape as well. So it's just. Oh, yeah. so tape. Okay. That's, yeah, it's yeah. got to be the fancy shit for me. Such a bougie bitch when I want to be like fucked up and destroyed, you know? <laughs> no, that's fair. I think honestly, I've, I've, 
I think that it's, so I grew up, um, I, I grew up like with a, I, so, so I, I'm Jewish, my mother was Jewish, and nice. she, you know, um, I, I, you know, I, I, as a Jewish girl myself, I don't like it when non-Jewish people promote stereotypes, but, you know, I think, <laughs> you know, my mom is definitely that Jewish mom that, like, loves a bargain, you know what I mean? So I, I we laugh at, we, we laugh at it ourselves, and mm-hmm. Growing up, she always was, she never wanted to buy new things. It was always like, you don't need a lunchbox. We have a plastic bag. Like, yes. put that down. <laughs> we have shit at home. And I feel like that mentality has carried over to, like, bondage and sex with me. Because I'm like, we don't need handcuffs. We have a zip tie we can reuse in the garbage can. Like, let's let's go get that, you know? And I, I'm like, oh, I'm becoming my mother. And meanwhile, I'm, like, on all fours. I'm like, why, why are these thoughts happening now? But... Um, <laughs> I can fully yes. relate. I also have yeah. Jewish mother. So it's just, yeah. yeah, it's either like secondhand or get the fuck out. And so you right. know, I get, get a lot of hand-me-down sex toys. I'm like, mum, is this okay? It's like, yeah, you don't get to buy your own. Save the money. Right. It's like, just wash it. Like, you just wash it. Like, put in the dishwasher, yeah. you're fine. Carry on. Fuck number one. The last fuck. So, okay, this, this is a serious question. Do you mean the last time a, like, dick was inside me? <laughs> if if like, that's what you count as a fuck, for sure. Okay. Um, let's see. Last fuck. Okay, so I would say there was, um, there was this guy, uh, who, I don't know, we met at a, we, we met at a party. This was in the before times, um, before COVID. <laughs> and we, it's not my finest hour, by the way, I'll preface the story with that. And we... We met at a party and it was, I'm like the kind of person, like when I think that somebody's, you know, into kind of BDSM or I think they might be a dom, I immediately, like, I'll try really hard. You know what I mean? It's like if I <laughs> see an opportunity to get my my ass, you know, bruised, I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, the whole night I was trying to, like, woo him and, you know, get kind of like a psychological dynamic going. I'm like, what are his pet peeves? How do I trigger them? You know, how do I, like, make him pissed off enough to just, like, bend me over? And... And so far, I mean, it it seemed to be working and he was, he liked that I was a comedian. I think maybe that was just like a narcissism thing for him though. He was like, Ooh, like, you know, she's going to talk about me on stage. So, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's fine. Well, you know, whatever. If that's, if that's your thing, I'm cool with that. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, give me material. I'm not going to, I'm not going to complain. Yeah, Um, for sure. And so, yeah. And so we, I don't know, we ended up like just making out outside he like it's it's crazy because it's like out in my head I like think I'm in a Lana Del Rey music video because he's like this older like lawyer but I'm like he's bending me over a trash can like there are empty sprite bottles around my feet like this is not like glamorous this is this is rough so we were like making out outside and then you know I uh, we like went to get a pack of cigarettes at the gas station like holding hands you know kind of just a cute little night and then we get up to the bedroom and, you know, like go to like give him a head and everything. And during the, the blowjob, like I'm trying to get him to push my head down, right? He's not doing it, right? <laughs> and then finally he just goes, finally he's like, oh yeah, use your teeth, bite it. You can use your teeth. Oh, yes, yes. And I was like, crap, he's a, ma-. like, I was, and I was like, oh my God, I miscalculated this. He's like definitely a masochist, right? Oh, and so I'm like, how shit. do I like... Like, I can't, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, yeah, I, I, I didn't go to Juilliard. I didn't go to NYU Tisch. I'm not an actress. You know, I can't pretend to be a dom even for a second, right? And so I'm like, oh, you know, how about, 
how about no, you know? And, and I'm just like continuing to do my thing. And he's like, you can spank me if you want to. And I'm just like, if I spank you, will you spank no. me? And he was like, yeah. And so I, you know, like I, I tried to like do it lightly, like, mm. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I don't even know how to be. This is so unnatural to me. <laughs> you have to finally, assume the role. <laughs> I know, and I, you know, in in a sense, I, in a sense, I felt bad because, you know, I didn't want him to think that I was like not okay with anything like that. I just was like, this isn't, yeah. you know, this is, this isn't who I am. Um, but, <laughs> but no, and so then he started making me a little bit in return, and so it just became like this, like very transactional type of thing where it's like Ooh. clearly we were on the opposite end of the spectrum in that way. But we, yeah. like, if I was a little rough with him, he would be a little rough with me, and then we fucked for like maybe. I don't know, five or six minutes and um, I blew him to completion because I am not on birth control. Um, and uh, So, you know, uh, but yeah. And then, and then it was, here's something, something that was weird about him though, is that like after we were, so admittedly, even though I'm a comedian, I don't, um, I don't know a lot of like mainstream comics. Like I, that's just not, I don't want, and this is, that, that's an embarrassing thing to admit, but I, I don't watch as much comedy as I should. And so, we were laying down and they started like kind of telling me all of these jokes, these kind of like snarky jokes. And I was laughing my ass off. I'm like, this guy, you know, this guy's so fun. Like maybe I'll become a dominatrix and like buy a whip just so I can like keep being entertained by him. <laughs> and then he tells me, Oh, by the way, none of those are my original content. That's just like Bill Burr. I'm just repeating Bill Burr jokes. Oh um, no. And I was like, is this what you do? Like, is this your game with women? You just like steal jokes from comedians and like hope that they don't That's pick so up mean. on it. Like it was very, it, he that, why did he it, tell you? But yeah, that was just dumb. Like, <laughs> why did he tell me? Yeah. Maybe he wanted me to be like, you're not even fucking funny, you fucking pig. You know, maybe uh, he wanted yeah, me to like, yeah, yeah. He wanted you to yeah. destroy him. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's tough. Oh I'm gosh. finding like a lot of men are really opening up to wanting to be submissive. I'm finding it more and more on dating apps. And I feel like we're allowing men to feel comfortable in the space to be more submissive because it's not fair for us women to be like, yes, I'm submissive and that's the only way. And it's like, well, men like to enjoy that too. Like being dominant is hard fucking work. It is. Totally. And yeah. being in control all the time. Like I really feel for people who have to be, have to play the dominant role and they don't actually feel it. Like because having that lack of control is actually such a release. It's so orgasmic. And we know how that feels being submissive. But men want to enjoy that too. I'm really, in, I'm, I'm really like proud of a lot of guys for being like, actually, I kind of want to be like, feel like, uh, you know, I want a switchy side to me and I want to be submissive. Um, it's just, yeah. it's tricky if that's not necessarily what you're sexually interested in. Um, yeah. I think it can really work. You can definitely get a lot of also, pleasure out of being dominant. Yeah. And it's hard when, it's hard when you meet someone you have like preconceptions about them and then they end up being like the complete opposite. I actually just, it, it's so awkward being in those sexual situations. So I really feel for you, but like, yeah. well done for yes. trying. You got to try. You got to make the best out <laughs> of a bad you. situation, right? <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I did what I could. I, you know, I don't know. I think that um, I, I'm such a, like, and I, I think that was an experience where I realized, like, these, like, one night stand casual thing, like, it's just not for me because I'm, I'm so psychological when it comes to sex. And I, I just have a, such a strong preference for being a sub that it's like, I need, like, 
at least yeah. like maybe two or three dates we're like talking out our limits we're like getting to know each other on a more personal level you know what I mean for things to really flow and so I guess in, in a sense that was like a learning experience for me um that I I'm kind of done with the you know spontaneous sex unfortunately which is sad because I wish I could I wish yeah. I was more uh, amenable to that but I think yeah I kind of know what you mean. I mean, I haven't had a one night stand obviously since like before the pandemic. So it's kind of hard to say, but I've gotten so, it's so nice having just like sex with someone that you're comfortable with. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, but, can I be able to ever have like spontaneous sex again? But how, okay. So how do you not have I mean, spontaneous sex? Like this is, <laughs> this is what I'm confused about. Cause I see it a lot on dating apps where it's like no one night stands. And I struggle to see it like of course nobody wants a one night stand but when you see somebody you meet up with them then you want to fuck and you fuck and and you're not compatible then you can't help but it be a one night stand surely so how do you get around that how do you stop having one night stands do you just have to be well, like, I guess it's like okay dates first we we cannot fuck yeah. even if you want to yeah i think so lame that's shit i've done have fucking time for that <laughs> <laughs> i I mean, if, if, can, I, can I answer the question? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, sorry. I don't know For why sure. I'm like, all of a sudden I'm like back in sixth grade asking. Like, <laughs> um, but uh, I, uh, I mean, I think so. So I, I know it's like, I know that's lame, but I think that for me, just some of the, uh, some of, especially some of the sexual experiences that I've had kind of as I've evolved in terms of understanding my submissive sexuality, you know, mm-hmm. like I've. I think that like, I mean, so I'm a trauma survivor and that's Mm. kind of become, I've become more aware of how I need to be kind of mindful of that going into sexual situations. Like, you know what I mean? Like I can't let my, like, I'm always horny. Like I always want to fuck, but I realize that that has put me in situations that has kind of like, you know, caused trauma to happen and kind of maybe Mm -hmm. made a lot of my PTSD worse. And so for me, it's like, I just have to commit to you know, getting to know a person first, being able to trust them because some of like the craziest, kinkiest sex I've had has been with people that it's taken, you know, six months to a year to really get to know. And I feel that for me, I'm able to like let my guard down and like really test my limits with someone that, you know, I, is almost kind of like a friend to me at that point, you know, someone that clearly cares about me, but I know that it's different for everybody. Fuck number two. The best fuck. Yeah, so when I was in graduate school, um, I had like, that's like when I had my first dad, I guess this guy was my first daddy dom. Uh, We met on, we met on Tinder and uh, my dad was actually dying at the time, but I met him. So I was like, what the hell? I need a new one anyway, right? So, you know, just gonna... (laughs) Gonna... wait what <laughs> oh I'm, I'm joking but uh but yeah I mean no but it, it, it was weird it, it was weird like I met this guy yeah I I met this guy when my dad was in the hospital and so it oh. was really strange getting into that like right at that time and so I, I tend to just very kind of um uh, uh sarcastically talk about that I suppose but um yeah he uh this guy was really um definitely my type so the physical attraction for me on my end was very strong um I I don't I like a guy that's like built like a refrigerator almost (laughs) like broad like broad shoulders you know like kind of burly like kind of a rectangular um rectangle vibes 
and yeah. uh, he <laughs> rectangle box. Rectangle. I'm telling you, yeah, it's like yeah, it's like I want that is broad. Like, oh it's not God, even a yeah. triangle. That's broad. <laughs> yeah, he was he was he was a broad guy, and uh, he so right. So he wanted to be called Daddy in the bedroom, and yeah. we had phone sex before we ever met up. And it was, I mean, for phone sex, it was pretty mind blowing. That's the first time that I had ever called a man daddy. And it was exciting. And again, like I said, you know, my dad literally is dying. So in my head, I'm like, you know, come on, compartmentalize, (laughs) disassociate, like, let's use your trauma to like really get the cognitive gymnastics going. Like you can do this, you know? And uh, yeah. And so we, we, um, we meet up and I ended up nicknaming him. Uh, in, in my head, like I love giving guys nicknames. Like anyone I'm fucking, they immediately get a nickname in my head. I don't same, tell them, but same. Right? It's so much yes? easier to like. No one remembers names. You have to nickname them. Right. You have to. Right. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy you can relate to that. But they're not. Um, they're not necessarily <laughs> bad nicknames. They're often or not. It's like. Um, I don't know, like, oh, the American or like, oh, um, <laughs> oh yeah, so like the dentist or something like that. It's it's not really right. like um like negative which i think a lot of people think nicknames are it doesn't have to be a negative what was his nickname well so he was really into his fitbit like he would always talk (laughs) about his fitbit so i just called him stepdaddy oh my my god stop that's so good that's that's perfect stepdaddy yeah so yeah stepdaddy was wild like we would sit down and he would just be like like like, once we got into the dynamic and everything we would like go out (laughs) Then we we would go out. He would take me to the fucking Red Lobster at like 11 p.m. wasn't I wasn't being wined and dined exactly, but I love whatever. Like I love a chain restaurant. Like it's it's on brand for me. So I I, I leaned in and uh, so we were there, and he would just be like, <clears throat> "Are you gonna ask me about whether or not I reached my step goal today?" <laughs> what? I'm like, oh, you want me to congratulate you because you parked further away from the Red Lobster entrance because you're parking in the back of the parking lot? Like, he's literally acting like he's, like, you know, recovering from some, you know, like, bedridden illness. He, like, tries to, he's, like, acting like a hero or something because he's, like, walking a couple extra steps. Oh, my God. Why are people so obsessed with their steps, man? It kills me. Right? I Wait, oh I'm over here like wearing my Fitbit and counting my steps every day. I'm sorry for And the guy, You're and the guy, daddy. The guy yeah. this is what this is what's making me laugh as well because the guy that I'm seeing at the moment is guys. And you're a stepmummy as well. Like I, to be fair, yeah, Florence, I am. I am really proud of you doing all your steps. But when you're like, yeah, I did ten thousand steps today. I'm like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm gonna take the nickname step mommy though please that's so yeah, oh yeah oh, absolutely but, but but yeah so i mean like the thing about him was that um he had uh and and this is this is my theory of why he was so good um so he yeah it's at, at steps right uh he uh he and now I'm not I want to like preface this with like I'm not body shaming anyone like if a guy has a small you know if, if, if a person has a small dick big dick like I really like I really have no preference like if I'm coming it's all good you know yeah. what I mean yeah like, so it's totally crazy. fine mm. right and if you like ask me to choke on your cock and it's not that big it's like easier okay like right exactly I mean and that that's a performance I can get into that I have done yeah. and I am able to act that out so you know no no shade whatsoever however 
he definitely had like some kind of penis dysmorphia. Oh no! Because he had a worst. really small, he had a really small dick, but he would wear Magnum condoms. No. Yeah, that surely that is. I'm not safe. letting him come. No, I, I, I did not let him come inside me. Like no way. Like that was. I, I'm, I'm like my face, my tits, my stomach, anywhere but inside me because that is like a toothpick on a hefty bag, like a hefty bag on a toothpick. You know what I mean? I'm just like, <laughs> what are you doing? No, this is rough. That's not well, okay. Think, you you have to like we've, no. we condoms are like clothes. They're like t-shirts. You have to wear your size. You it has to fit. Right. It has to feel comfortable, and there can't be any bagginess to it. You know, it's. I, yeah, I, I agree. Find, it's really awkward when people talk about their dicks and they're talking about it as if they're like massive, and you're like, it's just right. Know, I know, and that's an size dick. It's an average size. Oh, it was it, it was less than average, but it, you know, he he had so much to overcompensate for that, like you know, we would you know we would fuck, and you know he would be like, oh, you know, like daddy's gonna get the lube because you know. His that little is girl's so pussy big. just can't handle this no. big cock. And I just be like, yeah, I really think you need it. Oh, my God. I don't know how it's going to get in there, you know. <laughs> I don't know if that's dysmorphia, though. I feel like that's just him writing a fantasy. Maybe. I, I, I mean, but like the condom thing. If that's the thing that turns them on, why not? Like, that's just part of dirty talk, surely. That's, I mean, that, that, I, I, you know, I, I think, I think that's, that, that's definitely a fair perspective, but the good thing was that he definitely had a lot to overcompensate for because he would finger me and it was the best. It was better than oh, any G-spot yes. orgasm with sex I've ever had. I love getting fingered. Like, that's what I'm realizing. Like, I, like, sex, awesome. Like, I want someone's hands just oh. like, you know, destroying my pussy. And like, mm-hmm. he made me come like probably nine times every night oh my god oh shit fingering if it's done well it's like it can be better than sex oh it was it was unreal Mm. and like you know he we had like the daddy dirty talk going on and you know i remember i had never ridden a guy's cock before because i'm like self-conscious about my body and uh i remember i was at his place and he he had gone to sleep and i realized like shit i have an essay due tomorrow mm. for my ethics seminar so I'm like I'm just there's no coffee in the house I'm just gonna drink his pre-workout yeah. and write my paper and sure enough I mean I not, not to brag I got an a minus on that paper so hell yeah a minus <laughs> is like the gold standard for me um but uh yeah I, I'm yeah I'm, I'm relatable not not an a that's that, that's too you know <laughs> that's too pretentious but but no and so and I remember like after I drank the pre-workout I was like ready to go and so I like crawled on top of him and like we started kissing and he woke up and he was like oh blah 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 and he was like, ride daddy's cock. And I just remember like, that was the first time I ever wrote a man. And mm-hmm. I was like, so into it. Cause I had like all this pre-workout in my system. You know, I'm acting, I'm at the, I'm, I'm acting like I'm at fucking planet fitness. Right. <laughs> what and is pre-workout? Pre-workout. It's like this stuff you drink before you work out. It's like supposed to get you energized or something. Uh, I don't go to the gym. So I really wouldn't know. This is like, like this is what I'm using it for. Protein shake <laughs> or like energy goop? Like, it's like an energy powder. Yeah. 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 I've, I've seen those before. I wonder why though. That sounds like a great idea before sex. Mm. Well, you're supposed to it have was... what, like a diorolite? You get your electrolytes and shit back in you from all the sweat and losing all your salts and minerals. <laughs> I oh man, that's a good. I my I know I have an electrolyte, but I'm not going to start diagnosing myself with something right now. But I, <laughs> no, it's gonna yeah, it's gonna start happening. But um, it's going too well. Um, but. <laughs> 
but, but, but yeah, so, so I, I don't know. I mean, we, we ended up, it ended up not working out for a variety of reasons. Mm-hmm. One of them was like, he would always be like, daddy's going to spank you when he gets home from work. And I would always be like, you have an unpaid internship. Like, you know, like that's fine. <laughs> but sometimes it felt a little contrived because I'm like, why do you need a briefcase? You know what I mean? Like, what are those suspenders? Like wear your t-shirt to your startup company. Like, no, but this is, this is. You know, it's oh, a little I, too contrived I, I, for me. May I rate this guy? He is like assuming the role. Not only is he trying he to do really it like is. with his language, but also he's getting dressed up. He's like wearing his yeah. his daddy outfit. <laughs> he is, gets yeah, he is daddy. Yeah, I'm, I'm loving these daddy oh. vibes. Just step daddy vibes. Like, <laughs> he's like a method actor. I I do. So that's the thing. Like I honestly like looking back. Like I I do respect that. Like like commitment to the bit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I I'm realizing now. I like. I like role playing when it's like theatrical almost now. Yes, 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 love. This is a, this is an advert from BetterHelp Therapy Online. This is an ad from BetterHelp Therapy Online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get like... Matched. Just fill out... Why is this so hard to do? Like, looking that way. I can't do this. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. With over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety <laughs> of expertise. <laughs> with over a thousand. With over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise in mental health. Do you need to say that again? This episode is sponsored by Beducated. As you all know, I've been on a little bit of a celibacy journey, (laughs) meaning I haven't had sex in over a month. So I've been looking into how I can experience more pleasure with my solo sex. And this is where Beducated comes in because they have all the courses that I need to learn how to do like sensual reawakening with my vulva and tantric massage. And also I saw a course on there about learning how to dirty talk. I know this is completely not relevant, but (laughs) I'm really intrigued. No, it's all relevant. Beducated is this really amazing website where you can sign up to do courses and learn about sex, like dirty talking. I've been doing a squirting course. (gasps) Oh, wow. So in all spirit of masturbation may... We're sharing Beducated with you. Yes. I mean, what's not better in masturbation, mate, to actually take the time to focus on yourself and your own pleasure 
and masturbate. And it's literally good for you. It releases all your happy hormones and reduces stress. There's literally no reason not to masturbate. So Florence, what have you been learning in your course? I've been learning techniques that I have never tried before when it comes to masturbation which areas are more sensitive and which bits turn me on more. The technique thing has been blowing my mind. Like the way that the language is used and, you know, it's it's people just like us teaching. It's not, I don't know, it's not someone sitting there in a lab coat. It's people who have had these experiences. I was learning from Lola Jean. She's like the squirt queen, right? And the way that she talks about even just like, not going straight into G-spot stimulation. She's explaining everything that, you know, if you have an oversensitive G-spot, you might not want to go in with direct penetration. You want to explore and give pleasure to your G-spot externally, you know, not necessarily on the clitoris. Yes. I feel like if I keep going and I keep practice with this, I will be able to squirt. And if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, you can try Beducated with 50% off the yearly pass with our coupon code COMECURIOUS. That's C-O-M-E, curious. Don't say we don't look after you. And of course, you can try all Beducated courses for one day absolutely free and you won't be charged for the first 24 hours. You can cancel any time and... They have a 14-day money-back guarantee. So invest in your love life today and join Beducated. Now from just $8.33 per month. Get access to over 100 courses online from the world's top experts. To get on Beducated now, click the link in the description and remember to use our coupon code COMECURIOUS. That's C-O-M-E, CURIOUS. Invest in your solo pleasure this masturbation may or use it with a partner. You can also get a personalised beducated gift card for your loved ones. Happy wanking! We wanted to tell you about our Patreon. We just wanted to say that we're independent and this is a really good way for independent podcasts to fund themselves. You can find all the links to the right stuffs in the show notes, in the description, and of course on our social media, on our little link tree. So yeah, check it out and come say hi. This is a this is an advert from BetterHelp Therapy Online. This is an ad from BetterHelp Therapy Online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get like Just fill out. <clears throat> Why is this so hard to do? I'm like looking that way. I'm like, I can't <laughs> do this. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. With over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety <laughs> of expertise. <laughs> with over a thousand with over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise in mental health.
Do you need to say that again? This episode is sponsored by Beducated. As you all know, I've been on a little bit of a celibacy journey. <laughs> meaning I haven't had sex in over a month. So I've been looking into how I can experience more pleasure with my solo sex. And this is where Beducated comes in because they have all the courses that I need to learn how to do like sensual reawakening with my vulva and tantric massage. And also... I saw a course on there about learning how to dirty talk. I know this is completely not relevant, but <laughs> I'm really intrigued. No, it's all relevant. Beducated is this really amazing website where you can sign up to do courses and learn about sex, like dirty talking. I've been doing a squirting course. <gasps> oh, wow. So in all spirit of masturbation may... We're sharing Beducated with you. Yes. I mean, what's not better in masturbation, mate, to actually take the time to focus on yourself and your own pleasure and masturbate. And it's literally good for you. It releases all your happy hormones and reduces stress. There's literally no reason not to masturbate. So Florence, what have you been learning in your course? I've been learning techniques that I have never tried before when it comes to masturbation which areas are more sensitive and which bits turn me on more. The technique thing has been blowing my mind. Like the way that the language is used and, you know, it's it's people just like us teaching. It's not, I don't know, it's not someone sitting there in a lab coat. It's people who have had these experiences. I was learning from Lola Jean. She's like the squirt queen, right? And the way that she talks about even just like, not going straight into G-spot stimulation. She's explaining everything that, you know, if you have an oversensitive G-spot, you might not want to go in with direct penetration. You want to explore and give pleasure to your G-spot externally, you know, not necessarily on the clitoris. Yes. I feel like if I keep going and I keep practice with this, I will be able to squirt. And if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, you can try Beducated with 50% off the yearly pass with our coupon code COMECURIOUS. That's C-O-M-E, curious. Don't say we don't look after you. And of course, you can try all Beducated courses for one day absolutely free and you won't be charged for the first 24 hours. You can cancel any time and... They have a 14-day money-back guarantee. So invest in your love life today and join Beducated now from just $8.33 per month. Get access to over 100 courses online from the world's top experts. To get on Beducated now, click the link in the description and remember to use our coupon code COMECURIOUS. That's C-O-M-E, CURIOUS. Invest in your solo pleasure this masturbation may or use it with a partner. You can also get a personalised beducated gift card for your loved ones. Happy wanking! We wanted to tell you about our Patreon. We just wanted to say that we're independent and this is a really good way for independent podcasts to fund themselves. You can find all the links to the right stuffs in the show notes, in the description, and of course on our social media, on our little link tree. So yeah, check it out and come say hi. Fuck number three. The fantasy fuck. I 
something I really like is like things I have anxiety over. I love to sexualize them to the point where I'm like desensitized to the stuff that makes me anxious. And so, oh my god, that's great. That's such a good therapy technique. I love that. Oh my gosh, thank you. That I'm happy that that resonates with you. Um, sometimes people say that that's not an effective technique, and I think that they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, so thank you for validating fuck? me. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like I'm I'm terrified but, of choking to death, so someone better choke me while they fuck me. <laughs> sexy therapist you're just like look there's only one way this yeah. is ever gonna go well <laughs> let's do exposure therapy right now yeah just like fucking choke me oh yeah oh, so oh my god <laughs> um, well yeah so on 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 that note um I, uh, I, I'm really anxious about like, like paperwork and everything and so now I have this fantasy it's tax season's coming around and so now I have this fantasy I want to be like audited by oh. this like over This is a this is an advert from BetterHelp Therapy Online. This is an ad from BetterHelp Therapy Online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get like Just fill out. <clears throat> Why is it so hard to do? I'm like looking that way. I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. With over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety <laughs> of expertise. <laughs> with over a thousand, with over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise in mental health. Do you know I need to say that again? This episode is sponsored by Beducated. As you all know, I've been on a little bit of a celibacy journey, <laughs> meaning I haven't had sex in over a month. So I've been looking into how I can experience more pleasure with my solo sex. And this is where Beducated comes in because they have all the courses that I need to learn how to do like sensual reawakening with my vulva and tantric massage. And also I saw a course on there about learning how to dirty talk. I know this is completely not relevant, but <laughs> I'm really intrigued. No, it's all relevant. Beducated is this really amazing website where you can sign up to do courses and learn about sex like dirty talking. I've been doing a squirting course. <gasps> oh, wow. So in all spirit of masturbation may... We're sharing Beducated with you. Yes. I mean, what's not better in masturbation, mate, to actually take the time to focus on yourself and your own pleasure 
and masturbate. And it's literally good for you. It releases all your happy hormones and reduces stress. There's literally no reason not to masturbate. So Florence, what have you been learning in your course? I've been learning techniques that I have never tried before when it comes to masturbation which areas are more sensitive and which bits turn me on more. The technique thing has been blowing my mind, like the way that the language is used and, you know, it's it's people just like us teaching. It's not, I don't know, it's not someone sitting there in a lab coat. It's people who have had these experiences. I was learning from Lola Jean. She's like the squirt queen, right? And the way that she talks about even just like, not going straight into G-spot stimulation. She's explaining everything that, you know, if you have an oversensitive G-spot, you might not want to go in with direct penetration. You want to explore and give pleasure to your G-spot externally, you know, not necessarily on the clitoris. Yes. I feel like if I keep going and I keep practice with this, I will be able to squirt. And if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, you can try Beducated with 50% off the yearly pass with our coupon code COMECURIOUS. That's C-O-M-E, curious. Don't say we don't look after you. And of course, you can try all Beducated courses for one day absolutely free and you won't be charged for the first 24 hours. You can cancel any time and... They have a 14-day money-back guarantee. So invest in your love life today and join Beducated now from just $8.33 per month. Get access to over 100 courses online from the world's top experts. To get on Beducated now, click the link in the description and remember to use our coupon code COMECURIOUS. That's C-O-M-E, CURIOUS. Invest in your solo pleasure this masturbation may or use it with a partner. You can also get a personalised beducated gift card for your loved ones. Happy wanking! We wanted to tell you about our Patreon. We just wanted to say that we're independent and this is a really good way for independent podcasts to fund themselves. You can find all the links to the right stuffs in the show notes, in the description, and of course on our social media, on our little link tree. So yeah, check it out and come say hi. Worked like grimy, like IRS agent you know and like he comes into my house and he's you know just like you know we've we've seen there's some issues the irs i I don't know what the fuck they say um i've never committed tax fraud so i (laughs) I have no way of knowing what the what the tax fraud parlance is but um they come and he's like i'm gonna have to set up my own table over here you know and there's like sweat dripping from his brow and like his like chest hair coming he's like a paul giamatti type you know what i mean like that's kind of his build and he just like sets up in my apartment and I'm wearing like, you know, he, like for no goddamn reason, I'm wearing like stilettos and like a skimpy outfit. <laughs> I can like barely, right. And then like, you know, like he's, he makes me like dig receipts out of the trash, you know, <laughs> and I'm just like struggling to like find this paperwork. And then, you know, of course he like fucks me in a pile of, of my own, you know, paper and, um, <laughs> yeah, I, so that's been, I, I've been masturbating to that recently oh, and then hot. Sometimes what auditors. Thank you. Why, why don't we not have this shit in the UK, man? We just get like a nasty yeah. letter from HRMRC being like, <laughs> "Yeah, they never you come fucked over. up." No, <laughs> how me. dare they never come over and like yeah. live out the fantasy? I want some sweaty, scary-looking dude banging me yeah. over the seats. This there is, is something I've always had this really odd fantasy that's like 
revolves around someone that I really don't want to have sex with, like forcing oh, me to have sex with them. Like and it's always like, yeah, it's always like this like greasy older man, like with a big yeah. beer belly and like they're like yeah. graying and like they're just like, <laughs> like really, really <laughs> gross, you know? Yeah. And I don't know why, just like it really gets me off when I'm masturbating to masturbate to it's- the thought of someone really forcing me to have sex and I'm like ew <laughs> it's it's gotta be the hate fuck right like the hate fuck and like it's almost like the humiliation of it like I love yes. degrading humiliating yes sex. me too um, and it's very much it's it's gotta be part of that where it's like you're doing something so vile and like pleasing yeah. this person that you don't want and it's even more humiliating if like yeah. they're, if they're giving you pleasure that's the thing oh, yeah. it's like god. you feel really disgusted oh at yourself because right. they're pleasuring you and you're getting yeah. turned on by them <laughs> i over the summer i was having phone sex with this guy and he would like make fun of me as i came oh god and that's it was so, so hot yeah it was so hot oh my god please <laughs> describe how he made fun of you like i just need i just need this he was like um like like the phone sex would start where um we would we would like he, he would start out by you know saying things like uh like um you know um, like, are, like, 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 are you wet right now? Like, it would start as really like, caring and sweet, right? So it's yeah. like the subversion of that was also hot, and so it yeah. would, like start out like that, and then, um, and then you know, I don't know, he would, you know, uh, start like uh, he, he could he could sense when I was really getting into it, and so you know, I, I would be touching myself, and then I would like start really getting into it, and he would just be like, which like I can't believe you're touching yourself right now. It's like this perverted oh, old man yes. like <gasps> talking to you like this. And oh, then God. like I would like start coming and then he would just be like, oh, I can't believe you're coming right now. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> and he would like he would like he he, he he would almost like mimic like the sounds I was making, like teasing. It was amazing. I, um, and it, it was crazy too. Cause like I met him, um, I met him on Bumble and I never thought that I would ever have like a successful, like, you know, online dating, you know, sex partner or whatever. But I mean, he was only looking for like remote, uh, yeah. he was only looking for like remote stuff. And so I was, I was down, you know, um, didn't last, but it was, it was, it was very sexy. And he was like, I'm in the Taco Bell parking lot right now. And you're, you know, over here <laughs> touching your pathetic fucking pussy and like, Yeah. So it was anything like humiliating degrading it's like when they're laughing at like i love it's like oh oh are you coming right now yeah yeah it's on like oh god yeah Yeah, so hot it was oh my god and like i was um i don't know if i'd like that oh my god i love it i just want to feel like like a dog like humiliate oh fuck the best the best is when the best is when like i i had sex with one guy once and like the best was when when they're like you can't even make yourself come Uh, I'm actually having to take my jumper off here, man. I am sweating balls from this conversation. Yes! Oh my god, that's amazing. Oh god. (laughs) The other one is like again, I I fetishizing things I'm anxious about. You know, I uh, Mm -hmm. I don't really have a a, a typical job, and I've struggled a lot to get. I've struggled and, and failed to get any kind of corporate position, and so I just I just have this fantasy of like an older woman, like maybe like she's like the CEO of some company or something. And yeah. And like, uh, you know, just a kind of thing where, uh, I like, 
you know, I like uh, apply for a job or something and I get a, this is pretty typical. I feel like I get like a face-to-face interview or whatever. And then uh, I don't get the job. And then she contacts me and, you know, asks if we can meet like face-to-face or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then we like have a meeting and she kind of like slowly, like it starts out, she's just like explaining to me like, you know, this is all the reasons you weren't right for the position. And like, this is what I'm just like, you know, I, I was just a, like this part of, of, of your resume was such a red flag, you know? And then wow. one thing leads to another, we like go back to her place. And of course she has this like minimalist, like, like, you know, penthouse <laughs> apartment. Cause she's like such a girl boss, you know, yeah. you need to write porn. Seriously. I wish, oh my God, I would love to write porn. I, yeah. I think that's honestly my, my, my calling, but um, yeah. anyway. And so she just like, she just like fucks the shit out of me and she's like ripping my resume. Like this is shit, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, like, like, like I, I, oh my god, okay, so in the fantasy, it's, like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, like, on the computer, she makes me, like, bend over my desk and, like, turn on my laptop, and she's just, like, fingering me from behind and, like, forcing me to, like, read my LinkedIn profile out loud. <laughs> oh, yeah. Being, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, 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 oh, like, what are your skills? What are your skills? Oh, communication? Tragic. Yeah. Like... I never thought that fingering and LinkedIn would be in the same sentence ever. <laughs> I, I, I feel guilty because I know I shouldn't be like over here like horny for corporate America, but um, you know. <laughs> fuck number four. The what the fuck? This, this, one's, this one's rough. Um, not in a good way. Uh, mm. The... This guy, um, again, this is another grad school fuck. I was like, I was, I was like really getting my freak on in grad school, I think. Um, which yeah. is, I mean, it is what it is. I got like a B average, but you know, I came 500 times. So, um, you know, that's all you the, do that's the cost benefit needed. analysis. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, anyway, <laughs> like, uh, we met and he, he was really into being dominant. Like we were friends for a little while first and he was just like, okay, like I, you know, I, I, I'm really into dominant submissive stuff. Do you want to have like some casual sex like I'm not I just got out of a relationship and I was like yeah like no doubt no doubt and so just to kind of keep it like keep it as brief as possible essentially when we got to the bedroom I think he thought being dominant was like talking in a voice like this like a WWE wrestler and so yeah and so like he was like get on the bed and like and and, and, and I was just like what is happening to me? And so, but you know, sure enough, I'm being ordered around. I'll, I'll, I'll still do it. You know what I mean? Like, I commit. so yeah, he, he just goes, I just remember this. I remember this very vividly. He was like, he held, he holds out his hand. Right. Mm. He's like, do you see this hand? <laughs> and he starts like turning it around. Like he's a fucking magician. Like it's a, you know, it's a deck of cards. It's an ordinary deck of cards. Like that type of shit. <laughs> You know, like Vanna White, like displaying his hand. He's like, he's like, this hand decides whether or not you get to breathe. Oh, God. And I'm like, your hand decides? Like, what? You know, and, and so that was weird. And then he started calling me a worm, like over and over. He was like, worm. you're a worm. You're a pathetic little worm. Get on oh. your knees get on your knees worm and it's like how am I supposed to get on my knees I'm a worm you know what I mean like that's that's clearly not thought through and so he's just kind of like you know being like like really and I'm not turned on by that like I'm not gonna lie that's not that that's that's not my thing and then um the sex was just not good he kept saying you don't get to come at all I'm like bro that's not gonna be a problem you know like that's (laughs) 
that's yeah. totally fine. Like, we don't have to worry about that. And yet he, he, he was into not making me come. And that's the thing. It's like, you can't just by default be into orgasm denial. Like, that's something nah. that has to be talked about. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm yeah. into orgasm denial in some context, but, you know, that can't be the, for me at least, that's not the default. You know, like, I, I want to come. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, and so, it was, and then I just remember afterwards we went to Panera Bread and he was like, I can't decide what to get. And I'm like, ask your hand. Cause that <laughs> seems to be the thing that's making all of the decisions. Like, what is this? And then I, I, I've never, it's so funny. I literally had like fucking belt marks all over my ass. And I'm like sitting there eating a bread bowl with him. And I'm just like, this could have gone better, but overall I have French onion soup. I got my ass beat. Like it's, it was worth it, but it was definitely <laughs> In terms of DS, it was, like, the weirdest one that I've had, I think. That is so odd. I feel like when you were saying the worm thing, it reminded me of that little bit in Hercules where I think they're (laughs) like, we are worms, worthless worms, worms. (laughs) Pain and panic are fucking jokes. Pain and panic, yeah. I could get the worm thing. Like, I think that would work. But if that's just the one word that he, like, latches onto and it doesn't do anything for you, then that, I, uh, yeah, it's not worm. really... Right. Fucking worm. <laughs> Read. <laughs> you can do these voices way better. <laughs> yeah. This hand decides. <laughs> that really isn't bad. Fuck number five. The fuck that changed the game. Oh, so I would say um, this goes back to the degradation thing. So Rita's gonna mm. Rita's gonna love this. Um, Please, she's gonna cream was... her panties over there. Well, let me just take my t-shirt off before I sweat out <laughs> even further. <laughs> um, oh man, yeah. Well, so basically, what happened was. Um, uh, it was, it, I had been dating this guy for a while and we were always kind of like into rough, rough sex, but I don't think we got into the true like degradation and humiliation I, I, stuff until the, towards the end of our relationship, which is tragic when like, that's yeah. like when the stuff that really slapped started happening and then we broke Ugh, up, but so annoying. it definitely changed me because I didn't, I always knew I was into degradation, but I never met anyone that I was like comfortable, really comfortable with letting, you know, them talk to me a certain way. And yeah, I don't know how it materialized, but I think it was because we were both in the same like student organization together and I had a higher position. It, it, it was extracurricular. I, we were dating long before this, by the way, it was no way like an abuse, a, 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 a problematic power imbalance in that sense. But I... <laughs> So let's get, yeah, yeah I, I just, I just want to be clear about that. Um, but I think it's because, you know, I was definitely very like almost domineering in that space that like when mm. we would go back to his room, he like wanted to like really put me kind of like, you know, Ooh, yeah. turn the tables on me. And so mm. it ended up, he's really good at math and I am really bad at math. <laughs> and so I feel like, I feel like Reed sees where this is going. And so basically we would like get back and, you know, he would, like, push me down on the bed and we'd be fucking. And then kind of, like, in the middle of it, he would start being, like, you know, like, like to all the people, like, that look up to you as this, like, feminist, you know, activist on campus. Do they know you're getting fucked like this right now? Oh. Like, do they know? Yeah. And so, and then yes. he would just be, like, 
And then he would like start asking me to do math problems. No, my God, I'm so into that. Yeah, he was just like, yeah, yeah. He he, he would like grab me. He would like grab me by the throat and just be like, "What's seventy two divided by eight? And I, you know, I'm I'm like I'm like I'm like in my head. I'm like trying to like you know do the problem. Like how many times does eight go into seven? You carry the one. You know. I was like, I'm just like I don't. I don't know. And he'd be like, yeah, you, you, that's right. You don't know. Wow. You're pathetic. You're so fucking stupid. Oh, like you stupid God, little slut. Now, that's what he would call me. He would just be like, you're my stupid little slut. Like the only thing you know how to do is suck cock. Like if someone, <laughs> yes. if someone asked you what you're majored in, you would say my cock, like yes. stuff like that. And it was, I love it. It was it's so ridiculous, yeah, but so it's good. It's so ridiculous. Right. And it's why, and it was, it was, and like, I think that like, there was something about the fact that, and that's when it kind of clicked to me that like, you know, outside of the bedroom, I was like working on this like master's thesis about like feminist philosophy. And like, I was really like, um, you know, into like, yeah, like women's liberation and sexual liberation. And so to be totally like degraded and kind of like allow myself to play with that taboo and allow myself to play with that kind of power exchange in bed. Mm. I was like, this is what I love sexually, but this is also what is so fascinating to me just Mm. about like life in general and like my sexuality as a, you know, as a woman. And I think that it was, I think that like that space allowed me to like kind of come into the, not just like being a sub, but like the things I like as a sub and also understand. Cause you know, I'm sure you, you guys can relate to this. Like I get shit all the time from, you know, kink skeptical, I should say feminists Mm. that think that, what I'm into is perpetuating objectification and, and yes. furthering women's oppression. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, I felt like it was um, kind of a, a moment for me to be like, I'm going to be unapologetic about the fact that I'm into this. And plus I got so turned on during the GRE cause I totally failed the math portion of the GRE, <laughs> but I was like horny the whole time. Right. Cause I was just like, I don't know how to do standard deviation. I'm such a stupid little slut. <laughs> yeah. I'm like crinkling like the scratch paper that they're giving me. They like file, you know what I mean? I'm like getting wet in my chair. Like, <laughs> Oh my God, my score is going to be so, so bad. Like oh, and my yeah. score was very bad. It was, um, yeah. That's because well, you could. That's because you're only good at cock. We know this. We've been through this. <laughs> right, right. I'm like applying to grad school. Like the only thing I'm good at doing is guzzling cum. <laughs> Please consider me for this fellowship. Like, I mean, yeah. He's like behind me, making me type it out. Oh, so hot. Um, oh, so good. <laughs> I, I like what you said about bringing up the fact that being mm-hmm. a feminist and being into things that are completely the opposite side of stuff, like deck. De- degradation I always mess up Mm -hmm. with that word um and humiliation and it's it's hard to know I want to learn more about it but I often think that because we are quite confident and sure of ourselves and of course you know it's it's an escapism it is it's something so taboo to us because we would never let that happen unless we were comfortable we and somebody who is submissive and in a situation like that will always be in control. They, as much as like the fake control is there, like the lack of control and being um, degraded and humiliated, you're still, yeah, you're still choosing to do that. And it's still, you make the rules, you know, if they say a word that you don't like, you are the one that says, I do not want to do that. You know, Um, there isn't, there isn't a complete lack of power there. It's just role play. It's just, a fantasy it's just a game that you're playing but the table it obviously gets gray and muddy when people do take it seriously and they don't Mm -hmm. know that there's a difference they don't know when they're allowed to say hey that's one step too far i'm not cool with that 
Because it's it's hard to do that if you're playing the submissive and then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, 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 I actually don't like it when you pull my hair yeah. like that. Well, a lot, of, yeah. a lot of people that have like a lot of power or control in their own lives, especially when it comes to work, are the people that really get off on like being submissive in the bedroom because Absolutely. losing the control like you losing the control like I guess the fake control but like being able to get into that subspace is so blissful after mm-hmm. like having to control everything else like in your life I think that's why I've always really enjoyed it personally because I'm a bit of a control freak when it comes to like everything around me like like when it comes to like what I do to my body like whether I'm going to take drugs or not um what I do with my career I'm always very like because I mean I'm I direct and like, I, I love being the person in control so just yeah t- I, I love giving that up and I have this that- with a lot of men as well like mm-hmm. who are really like financially successful powerful in their businesses and all they want to do is drink someone's piss and be shot on yeah i mean do you think that's why like everyone i mean so many people are submissive because Mm. they probably are control freaks and they do control their own life um it's so rare to find somebody who is completely and naturally dominant and fully enjoys it in every aspect and they don't want to be submissive especially for women i haven't come across many women who absolutely adore being dominant and i really hope we get more more people that are like fuck yeah i'm dominant and i own this Mm. um i like being dominant when i work like that that's a hell of a lot of fun but it's just so good to just not be in control and feel like fucking like a cum cum slut dumbness you know yeah (laughs) My uh, my best friend is such is is a dom in every aspect of wow. her life. Wow, what's what's her name? Uh, can I have her contact details, please? <laughs> <laughs> she she is like I mean she's she kills it in her career and she also is like you know wants to be uh, dominant in the bedroom and it's it's so funny because like you know I'm um, I wouldn't say that I'm submissive in real life. I'm definitely extroverted, but I can be known to be a bit of like an airhead scatterbrain about certain things, right? Mm. And she and I have this like, it's so funny because like we have this friendship where like it's completely platonic and, you know, um, we have we have, a, we have a podcast together, but um, she, uh, like we'll be talking on the phone and she'll just be like, oh, you don't have your charger, like your laptop's dead. Go get your, go get your charger, you bottom. And I'm just like, <laughs> yes going to get it right now and she's like oh god you love when I order you around don't you I'm just like maybe you know what I mean it's it's completely (laughs) it's completely platonic but like those sides of us just come out naturally even as friends and it's it's so it's so much fun and I you know it um it's a really interesting conversation especially like dom and sub play like and a lot of people just like look into this world and don't get it at all Mm-hmm. I mean, I think this complex. has been quite an e- extreme conversation. I'm sh- I imagine there's a lot of people out there that are like, holy fuck, I don't want to be degraded. Like, I'm a clever girl. Tell me how good I am, you know? Um, right. Which is, it's totally fine too. You know, you don't have to be into all this crazy shit. It just right. really depends on like your your life, your upbringing and what has, you know, what you've been exposed to, your experiences, yeah. what has turned and- you on. Yeah. And there's levels to it as well. Like not everyone that's submissive likes to be degraded. Like I don't, it's weird because we were talking about the, like the whole, like being forced to have sex with like people that you aren't attracted to, Mm. but I, I don't, like I don't like other, I don't like being degraded in other ways. Like I Mm -hmm. wouldn't, (laughs) I think if someone told me that, 
No, sorry, you go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say, it seems like for you, it's like, it's almost like an aesthetic thing, too. It's like there's something that's hot about like the disgust kind of reaction to like, you know, this person (laughs) that you're not attracted to. It's like hot to like, you know, have like an intimate thing with someone that you would otherwise be disgusted by. Like, and that's, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think other things would just cut too deep with me. If someone started saying the math things to me, I'd be like, yeah, I know, I'm really shit. And then I'd just have like an (laughs) internal crisis in the bedroom. Uh, like, I like, know I'm day. so stupid because I already think that about myself. No, <laughs> no. Next day you'll be like booking like how like maths for dummies like I must do the course like I'm not stupid please <laughs> literally and I don't like being called like a slut or like all that like I I don't I want someone to call me a princess baby girl. Yeah, fair days. <laughs> fair days. That's hot. That's hot too. You know, like mm-hmm. that's yeah. <laughs> I, like just treat me really good but also fuck me really hard. yeah treat me treat me mean but good like i i'm your princess i, I yes. think what we are is we're describing brats um I, I, like this is not brats dolls not like the fucking weird looking like, <laughs> toys that i used to make fuck all the time um yeah of course make fuck <laughs> Um, but like uh, this is this is a term that I've come across this last year sorry where I really mm. didn't want to be called a brat I was like no 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 I'm not a brat like I'm not like mm-hmm. one of those sort of like annoying little children but it's but what we're describing that humiliation the the submissive behavior that I want to be put in my place I want to be overpowered and told off yeah. and like um but also and, like, that is being want. Yeah, and also get what you want. Yeah, that is being a brat. Like we, uh-huh. well, we are brats. But Rachel and I are definitely brats. I mean, maybe you're like part brat, Florence. And then you yeah. get brat tamers. And I keep every time I see it on field or like a dating app, I'm like brat tamer, eh? Well, hello, sign me up. I'm fucking dumb. I swear, I can be the dumbest hoe you'll ever meet. Please. <laughs> fucking hell. This week's sex question is, please could you share some advice on giving blowjobs whilst your partner is driving? I think it would be really hot to do, but I'm contemplating how best to do it in a sexy and safe way, as I can imagine it it to be quite awkward over a gear stick, etc. Ha ha ha. Have either of you done this before or have any ideas on how best to do it or am I overthinking it too much? I personally have never given a blowjob whilst driving. I've given blowjobs in cars. Okay, massive disclaimer alert. Like, before we get sued and somebody dies with somebody's dick in their mouth, right? When you are driving, you are supposed to have your seatbelt on. You are not supposed to be looking at your phone and you're definitely not supposed to be sucking dick or fingering or pussy when the car is driving. Having said that, I have sucked many a dick while on a motorway driving at top speeds. It was fucking stupid, yeah. Um, And oh my God, coming, that that was what I was terrified of. It's like when you finally get to the point where they come, they they might be uncontrollable. You know, they might put their foot down. They might take their foot off. They might swerve the wheel. So you just have to fuck me. You know what? I take it all back. Don't do it. It's just too fucking dangerous. (laughs) It's just, oh, it, yeah, it's just, we're going to kill people. No, no, this is too much. It's turning me on thinking about That's it though, funny. but Jesus Christ. It is funny, but... People do it. Like, we've had stories about yeah. this before. 
people fuck whilst driving. There is a lot going on while people are in cars, but like I'm already terrified of people behind the wheel of a car. This is why I do not own a car because I will kill someone and I will kill myself. Yeah. Um, Maybe if they were playing a racing car game on a PlayStation. Oh my God, yeah. Suck him off while he's playing his like video game for sure. (laughs) GTA moments, he can crash and die then. That's fine. You're fine. I had a great sexting session the other day whilst playing Assassin's Creed. Oh, yeah. And they were like, just imagine me in between your legs whilst you're playing. So I went to get like a vibrator and put it in in between my legs whilst I was finishing, finishing my mission. And it was really, really hot. So good. <laughs> so it's uh, it's the taboo. You're not supposed to be doing it. Like yeah, Rachel. Just... Rachel, what do you think? Yeah, Rachel. Two cents. Roadhead. Yeah. I so I have given I have given Roadhead. It was it was on the way to um to a philosophy conference that I organized. So sure enough, got a beat choked out before that. You know, so I can <laughs> walk in. You know, my, my my voice is already hoarse, so it sounds like I'm someone that's like always arguing, but really I'm just like. <laughs> getting getting my throat torn up but no I mean I I agree with Reed that it is dangerous and like looking mm-hmm. back it was dumb of me I, I performed roadhead I also um until recently I couldn't drive but I would say yeah probably dangerous probably don't do it I kept my seatbelt on though I just kind of like maneuvered Smart. around it like some Houdini shit like somehow yes. I like, got under it and um I did you have to be look, look if you're gonna do it you have to be okay with the with the wheel like grinding into the back of your head like it's gonna happen depending how low it is it's gonna you just have to be you have to be okay with you being uncomfortable but i will say though it's dangerous you probably shouldn't do it however there are self-driving cars that are coming out (laughs) (laughs) technological advancements are really gonna make it easy for a roadhead kink soon i think so maybe i would say wait until self-driving cars are more accessible and then maybe do it uh, if you if you have to do it, just park to the side. You know, it's still thrilling being on like the the side of the the motorway, and there's I mean that's still fucking dangerous. Um, but yeah, give them like find a little lane, park somewhere, do do the whole public thing whilst being safe. But please be safe, guys. Like please. Okay, so don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> and that is the end of the podcast. Nice. Rachel, it's been such a pleasure having you on. You have fully, fully cheered me up. I was in such a bad mood today. Yeah. And this was hilarious. I haven't laughed this much in so long. So thank you. You brought us round. Honestly, dead. Thank you so much. (laughs) I love it so much. Um, Please tell our curious fuckers where they can find you. So I am on Twitter. I think that's the easiest way because all my other info is on there too. I'm on Twitter. So it's just at feminist underscore thought T- O-H-T, except it's not an O, it's a zero. So it's feminist Mm. underscore thought with a zero. I recently um, was told, though, that, like, accounts that tweet about sex a lot might not show up on the search. Mm -hmm. So if you can't find me, unfortunately, yell at the Twitter algorithm overlords. But, um, uh, but yeah, and then I also have a newsletter called Chaotic Submissive, and you can Mm. find that in the, in the, in the little bio on my Twitter. So, um, yeah, thank you so much. I had such an amazing time. This was so, you know, this this is such a great experience. So, yeah. Thanks. (laughs) And hopefully we can see your stand up when this is all over. Tis but a dream. Will you be back in New York when this is over? Yeah, that's that's the goal right now. I'm okay, like we are coming to, to get to there. See you. <laughs> yeah, Yay! We, will, we will be there. 
For sure. But, um, everyone, if you enjoyed this episode, please give it a rating, a review, and subscribe to this podcast if you have not already. If you have a sex story or sex question that you would like us to read out on the podcast, please email it in at fksgivenpodcast at gmail.com. You did that so beautifully. <laughs> Thank nice. you. If you want to follow us on Instagram, it is Come Curious, as well as our personal accounts, Read Amber X and Florence Bark. And I don't remember if there's anything else to say, but yeah. I think that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We'll see Goodbye, you next everyone. week. Bye. <laughs> Love you all. Bye. <laughs>